0: Success leaves clues. Welcome to the Health Business Growth Show, where we take you behind the scenes of the top health businesses to learn how they built their success. I'm your host, JJ Virgin, founder of the Mindshare Collaborative, along with members of our Mindshare Mentor Team. Each week, we are joined by some of the most brilliant, innovative health business experts you're gonna ever meet. These folks have built empires from scratch, navigated the choppy waters of entrepreneurship, and will be sharing both their struggles and their successes on the journey of creating a thriving health business. So if you're ready to take your business to the next level by learning from the best, you are in the right place. So let's get this party started. We are so glad you are here.
1: All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Health Business Growth Show. You're stuck with me today, Lauren Powers and the amazing Nat Kringoudis. We are talking about all things from 2023 that have changed and shaped our businesses. And then we're going to kind of take a sneak peek into what we think 2024 is holding for us when it comes to marketing, your online health business or your brick and mortar business. What's up, Nat? Nothing.
2: (laughs) We are recording this the Saturday before Christmas. This is why I'm allowed to actually say nothing. Once I have done this with you, it's closing the laptop. And I, you know what? It's Me so too. important. And maybe Me I'll too. talk about that as predictions for 2024, closing the laptop. But I'm excited for this because there's been a lot of highlights for us this year as coaches. We've watched a lot of businesses evolve. We've spent time doing a few slap on the wrists for people. Me too. <laughs> What's a standout for you? You go
1: first. A standout for me for this year is how people are going back to their brick and mortar, honey. Listen, folks are talking about like, I just want to go online. I just want to be digital. But being digital is hard. (laughs) A brick and mortar with an established organic traffic that you spent 20, 30 years developing is the easiest way to elevate to the next income stream. And I'm finding more folks now that kind of the COVID-ish rush of trying to find like an online program has kind of died down a little folks are leveraging their brick and mortars like nurture that thing right I mean you know I mean we had this
2: conversation not long ago we were talking about brick and mortar and I said to you can I remind you that well personally for me when I look at my brick and mortar Mm -hmm. I couldn't have any other business income stream that's attached to me without the brick and mortar happening in the first place and Definitely to the point of what the last few years have showed us through COVID was if I didn't have my brick and mortar, I actually don't know what I would have had okay. and made me realize that whilst it might not generate huge revenue, it allows other businesses to generate, other businesses of mine to generate good revenue. I totally agree with you, but I feel like that's one of the shiny object things that we've watched happen is people moving to their online business and and us mm-hmm. as outsiders looking, going, well, I want what they've got. They look like they've got time and freedom and they're making mm-hmm. money doing it. But what you're saying is you're seeing people circle back after that.
1: Yeah. Cause like after, when COVID was happening, it, you know, for 2020, 2021, et cetera, everyone literally was like, I can't see people in person. What do I do? Essentially I, what I think happened is that we got scared. We went online and we came back. And so now we're back and I'm, I'm happy to see a lot of the folks in mind share the folks that you and I know uh, and work with, really leveraging that space that they spent so many years like building and and loving on. So I'm loving that. Another cool it. thing I'm loving for this year is the the introduction of the health business growth ascension model, the H BAM.
2: Right. We like to call it the H BAM because it's easier to stop and think health business ascension model. It's like oh, right,
1: <laughs> all of it. And we exactly. all find ourselves on a spot on that model. And I think that when MindShare, when MindShare, JJ, of course, introduced that earlier this year, it's like it was so easy to identify just where you are and where you have to go. For some businesses, I'm at systemize and scale. For other businesses, I'm at creation and prob- probably should never even mention the idea. But I'm on the model.
2: Well, you know, for those that are listening going what the heck is the Hbam, the very first episode of the health business growth show, JJ goes when walks people through that. So, if you're listening mm-hmm. to this going I don't know what that is, do yourself a favor and go back and listen to that first episode because not only does she walk you through that, but she teaches quite a few things in that episode. It's 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 a very very good foundational listen. So, go and do mm-hmm. that. But you know what in creating the Hbam, we as the team all sat down together and spent a lot of time and energy creating that. Yes, JJ, absolutely the visionary and sat us all down. I was like, right. But when she delivered this at the most recent 2023 summit. Summit. Mm -hmm. People were coming up to us going, oh my goodness, it all makes sense. And for a lot of people, they were missing key parts in their journey or in their progress or whatever you want to call it in creating or doing the next best thing for your business. And you can't skip steps. So we've made it super easy for you to see where you are right now and what you need to do next and also where you're going and being able to sort of cycle back through that, um, the HPAM bam over and over again. We've just basically made health business, a, it's a blueprint. It's easy. is it easy? Kind of easy. But we, well, gave, it, easy. we gave a blueprint. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's easy to see where you're at. It's mm-hmm. easy to see what you're missing, and it might give you a few aha moments of going, "Oh my goodness, no wonder I keep going around in circles. I've been missing this key strategy or key thing, whether it's your business or your next income stream is the word I'm looking yeah, for um totally. or even just positioning yourself as the expert. There's probably something that's missing if you're not where you want to be
1: no i and and you you absolutely. As a visionary, as a health business leader, as a healer, if you don't have that visionary roadmap and know where you're going and know where you are, it's, it's very hard and you're going to stay stuck for a long time. So I'm going to encourage everyone that's a health business owner that's listening to the show, go back to the first episode, download that blueprint and see where you are on that model and that will help you shape how 2024 looks for you or at the end, 2023 is gone. Isn't that weird? It's so like, weird. It is so it, weird. Like, my kid is in the class of 2027 when he graduates from eighth grade. I don't even know. I can't even, like, think of any more 20s beyond, like, where we are now. <laughs> but it's, 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 just, it's so bizarre. Um, but wait, wait hang on. You, Isn't it 2020? Aren't
2: we still in 2020?
1: <laughs> I thought, I literally was kind of, like, 2019-ish. Like, yeah. like, like the 2018-2019 Drake album, like, that's where I am this is so fun. So like another cool thing that I think we as mentors have benefited from this year is watching our community kind of let loose. Like, man, like we, you know, we're coming to parties, like the summit was huge. You know, everyone was in their amazing costumes. I feel like we're coming out of just this multiple year rut. And we're able to kind of just be and practice and exist and and feel all the feels. Like, what do you think?
2: My word for next year is flow, which could be taken in many ways. We're not talking about menstrual flow. I'd flow.
1: <laughs> or is this, you know, we don't like her.
2: But, but, I, but it came to me and I was like, because this year, that's what I feel like, especially from a mid-year, June, July, there's just been this sense of i'm on a I'm on a river, and I'm just flowing, and things are just moving, and it's working and with me. And I feel like to that point, that's what you're trying to say as well. like yeah. we've come together, and we're kind of just now we're on this stream, and it's easy. It should be easy. It should be easier and and we can do so much as a community as well, benefiting from each other, showing up, benefiting. I think for me, that's been. major highlight as well with as new people come into the mindshare Mm -hmm. community opening up their eyes as to how collaboration can really benefit them it's not a cloak and dagger community you don't keep things under wraps and also to that point health business is hard it's not like I say this all the time it's not like any other business where you sign up to sell a, a product let's say or you're a retailer or you're an accountant As a health business owner, you wear so many hats that you didn't sign up for. So having the support of the community, people who have done it, people who get you, that to me is invaluable. And so the more time we can spend, I think, together learning from each other, supporting each other and collaborating, I really think that's actually going to be a big thing, probably moving into predictions for 2024, but more of that.
1: So I agree, and and moving in that same spirit of collaboration, I mean, 2023 was the year of the summit, was it not? Right. Raise your hand if you have a friend that <laughs> did an online summit. <laughs> <this year. laughs> raise your hand if you know like half of the people that were uh, into being, you know, speaking speaking on the summit. Mm-hmm. Raise your other hand if you were a speaker in a summit this year, right? So you're gonna that, have to stop moving into feet to raise in a minute. <laughs> the the summits, like again, kind of backing up. Because of COVID and this thing that happened, it kind of shifted how uh, human behavior. I say this all the time. We're consuming information five times more than we were prior to 2020. And I'm excited to see our practitioners, our community show up in these online summits, making their information available and accessible and collaborating internally in the community with the right experts and the right thought leaders and I'm just loving it. I'm wondering how that trend is going to move in 2024. But listen, 2023, listen, if he wasn't doing a summit, he wasn't, wasn't doing right. nothing. Okay.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So then let's look at 2024. Okay. What do you see as being something you, pre- not necessarily predicting, but you can see is going to evolve in
1: 2024? Do I have to say AI or can we? No,
2: you <laughs> don't. Let's talk okay, about Thanks. that really quickly because... But I've had so many conversations and, again, I was on a call for our new group for Income, um, the Income, oh, we've changed the name. Income Street Bootcamp. Bootcamp, Boot Camp, yes. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about our AI and a lot of them were feeling left behind and I, I wanted to clarify with them, you need to still have your voice. You still need to actually do the showing up, do the talking, do the presenting. AI is not going to do that for you. So you can use AI potentially to help save time in certain areas, but you've still got to be the expert at the end of the day.
1: You absolutely do. And even with the years of machine learning that AI has, it still, to me, does not sound very genuine. So you have to put in the effort to have it learn your voice and your brand and all the things. And even still, it needs to be measured, it needs to be tracked. It needs to be used to make money. So I know AI is a thing, It is now a household colloquial term. Even my kids are talking to me about AI. Mm -hmm. They know nothing. They don't even know what it stands for. Okay. I'm hoping that we're using it smartly, that we don't have images of ourselves that look cartoonish and um, non-authentic. And we don't do long blog posts that nobody reads, including the person that generated the AI prompt. So I'm just going to leave that there.
2: (laughs) So. We're predicting that we're going to use AI wisely. Smart,
1: smartly, yes. But it's
2: not going to... Uh, don't go and invest all of your time and energy into it because you have to actually still continue to position yourself as the expert.
1: Amen. Okay. Yeah. Another thing I'm, I'm checking for 2024, the art of the membership. So there is a weird thing happening right now where you have like doctors that are burnt out going one-to-one, Right. You have practitioners burnt out going one group and some are just like, how can I just like go to everybody and just like be done with it? I honestly think a membership, whether it be in a primary care practice, a naturopathic practice, an acupuncture practice, I have a membership where I get my facial, get my nails, yes. my lashes. If you don't have a membership, honey, like what are we doing?
2: Well, I'm not going to disagree with that because I, but what's very interesting is I walked in with a membership at uh, nearly two years ago now and got told it was a terrible idea. And I think this is also testament to being able to hear what people have to say and, yes, take it on board, but also really go within and ask yourself for your business because we're all giving you our best advice. We really are.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's
2: some things that we can see that are definitely not going to work for people. But at the same time, if you have a knowing And 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 Park, it doesn't have to be about a membership. But you have a knowing that you're creating something and it's easy, you love it, it's effortless, it's not hard, and it just feels like where you need to be. Don't Mm -hmm. stop because I told you to stop. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, I think we see a lot of this happening and I was was told that that was not going to work two years ago.
1: There are certain people that memberships just make absolute sense for. High content creators, it makes absolute sense. Large audiences, absolute sense. Folks that already have like groups on groups on groups and you're trying to figure out a way to get to cascade your information out to many, makes sense. Folks that have a pediatric audience, perfect. ADHD pans, pandas audience, perfect. Hormone audience, go for it. Where doesn't it make sense? For people that don't like making money? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just joke. Well,
2: the small the person that's just starting out, you've had a tested method that you aren't known for something within that's where you need to become and utilize something like the blueprint, the income stream blueprint, where you go and create it, you test it, we make sure it works. That's where it wouldn't make sense if you don't have that presence already. But when you've when you actually do have that and you've been doing what you've been doing for a period of time and you are respected as an authority then you can go and that can be a natural next step to continue to serve more people. So it's not going to make sense if you don't have an audience. Who are you going to sell it to? Mm-hmm. It's not going to make sense if you're your first year out of naturopathic school and you have no clients or patients. It's not going to make sense. So I do agree with you, though, and I love it. I do love it. Um, I am another
1: one for you, girl. I go another on. one for you for, for next year. I'm seeing uh, the power of courses that have some sort of tangible lab test supplement or something to go along with it, I'm not sure how much education only courses are going to trend for our audience, especially if it's like, you know, powered by like a doctor or like a high level practitioner. What do you think about education alone versus like, you know, education with, you know, some sort of supplement or lab test or something? That
2: is my model. That is the membership model is masterclasses within a membership. So I'm educating, I'm taking them through a course that's, even if it's only an hour, and I'm mm-hmm. actually getting them to profile themselves so that they know what, it's, it's about empowering the individual really. At the end of the day, it's not what I'm telling you to do. It's actually you being able to identify where do I sit. No different to the HBAM. Where do you sit on the HBAM? Mm-hmm. We're getting people to look within their own business. What I'm doing when it comes to m- my business is getting my audience, my patients, my clients, whoever, to look within themselves to figure out, okay, what, what, what's my next best step? So that education piece, I think, is very important. Where we go wrong as providers is we want to give them all the information. We don't need to you know. because we just need to move the needle for them. What's the next mm-hmm. thing to get the next outcome? What's the problem? How do we mm-hmm. solve it? So it's very interesting. We can take what we do from a business perspective and to actually translate that to what we do one-on-one with patients or clients. So it's, you know, once we get systems in place, we can replicate them across many places as well. But I agree with you and I love this prediction of yours. I do, I've seen it, I've created it and I've watched it over the last two years. And I do think there's going to, because the other part to that is, and I think we're going to continue to see this trend is people want to belong in a community.
1: Especially if your niche is something like, you know, erectile dysfunction or like you know enlarging your penis or something like you know where you're not going to want to talk in a group about it right right like people literally want if i could like i i went on my instagram because there's a functional medicine doctor in atlanta i'm helping her um launch her business like she's doing the whole like brick and mortar thing and so i put it uh, my story oh my like, gosh so excited i got so many dms I'm like where is this I've been looking for other people talking about hormone balancing. I've been looking for people and I'm no one's practitioner. I just posted a, a story, but just I to say that to say people want more. They're craving more, but we, we want human interaction. We experienced what it's like to not have it. We know what it's like to look through the veil of social media and things that aren't real. They want what's real. And are you going to provide what's real? And when they join, are you going to send them AI email messages? asking them to embark on a transformational journey I hope not no are not doing that
2: we're <laughs> definitely not doing that more one more prediction I had a few things that I think we're going to circle back to kind of like some old school methods as well when it comes to our marketing I feel like some of the more tangible things that we used to do in marketing have will make a comeback for especially high level or high ticket offerings I feel like okay. it, to be more, you know, I'm not talking about a a mail drop, a letterbox drop, but I I thought I was like, are we sending mailers or? We could. I mean, if you actually think about this, how much mail physically do you get these days? I don't check. Well, you don't get much, right? You actually don't get much because it all comes as an email. So really, Mm. would that be such a bad idea to physically send someone something?
1: I actually agree with what you're saying. And um, a friend of mine launched this business, handwritten notes to yes. replace email marketing. You know, he has a system to do it, but it works for him. And people open them and they think that it comes from him and they click it or they don't click, they read and move to the next right. step. Yeah. So I think, do agree with the old school marketing tactics coming back.
2: I think old school marketing tactics could make yeah. a comeback and really move the needle for people. Especially if you are just starting out and because and, and, it's saturated, it's completely saturated.
1: Well, let's double click on that for a second. When you're saying old school, I'm not thinking like analog or like phone book. I'm thinking of feet in the street, organic, getting to know yep. people, networking, putting yourself out there to be the best. We cannot stay at home, y'all. I want okay. you to leave that in 2023 and behind you. You, re- whether you're established or not, you can't stay at home and hide and hope that you make hundreds of thousands of dollars. So if old school means, you know, being a part of your um, commerce club in your city, if it means, you know, having round tables, if it means study clubs, if it means um, getting to know the people at the local high school, if it means... I, I Notice I'm not saying going live on Instagram or making yeah, I, it this I agree completely. That's what I think. Absolutely agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you on that. Uh, and then back to your point, I'm doing an in-person enrollment event with a mailer. I can't believe, you know what? You just talked back. Actually, you predicted it. it, it we're <laughs> circle. I'm sending a mailed invitation for an enrollment event in Atlanta. Thank you. In, in January. For I'm real. Gonna, it's going to get more eyes on
2: it because, again, our inbox, I don't know about you, I batch delete things from my inbox. One more thing before we go. I think we're going to continue to see the rise of more influencer marketing. I think that that is, in my experience, especially in launching a new business this year, I would say hand on heart, that is probably what moved the needle the most. So making connections with people of influence that can help to promote your business and in a way where there's an exchange, though, it has to be genuine it has to, you have to pretty much get the influencer to love whatever the offering is. If you can, that's the aim of the game. It's not about sending free product and going, please post it on Instagram. It's about how do you get an influencer to fall in love with your product so all they want to do is actually talk mm-hmm. about it. I think my dog agrees too.
1: As I said, my dog agrees too. If you I can didn't hear, hear that. Yes, I didn't hear it. Um, influencer marketing, I would just double down on that for sure on the rise, especially my micro influencers. Um, folks that are maybe more local to you on the rise for sure. You
2: know, at the end of the day, and I know we're going to wrap this in a second, but I always say to people, how can I, my aim is always to, how do I be the conversation at the dinner party? How how can I be the person that someone's talking about a a heavy period and someone overhears them and they say, oh, do you follow that? She was just talking about that yesterday. That's my idea. That's, that's my aim always. How can I be front of mind when someone's having a conversation and they feel vulnerable enough to share their story and I can be someone that actually helps them? It's, it's my, my people, my audience that do my heavy lifting for me. I just get to sit here and share information. That's all I've got to worry about. Th- how that's nice. the
1: dream. The dream.
2: I know. But how nice. That's, <laughs> that's my aim always. So we hope that this has been... A little bit inspiring for people taking you into 2024 was yes. signing out for 2023. It's been a make year. Make your hasn't... plans.
1: Make your plans. Execute your plans. Be strategic. Be bold. Be visionary. Figure out your blueprint and just kind of work backwards. How much money do you want to make and how are you going to get there, right?
2: And choose a better word than flow. Oh, I like flow.
1: I'm like I would like to is...
2: stay in flow. Correct. When that one's an inflow. Lauren, thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. We wish everyone a wonderful holidays and we will be back firing in 2024, no doubt.
1: Bye for Happy now. Happy New Year. Bye, guys.
2: Hey, friends, don't forget if you did want to be taken on the experience of the health business ascension model, do go back to that episode that we referenced. It's our first episode and JJ will take you through that step by step know where you're at and know where to go next. Such a game changer. And of course, if you are ready to take that next best step in your business, the income stream blueprint is now open for enrollment. You can simply head to mindsharecollaborative.com and find out all the information and register for that. That is going to absolutely help you make 2024 your best year yet. I know we already said goodbye. I'm going to say it again. Wrapping things up for 2023, have the best time, guys. Do have the downtime. Do close the laptop and be back ready for an amazing 2024. See you then.
0: Here at the Mindshare Collaborative, we are committed to helping you increase your vision, income, and impact. One of the first things we'd love to support you on is adding a high-profit leveraged income stream so that you can enjoy more time and money freedom. And to help you get started, I've created the Health Professionals Playbook for building multiple streams of income that identifies five proven strategies for creating a sustainable income beyond your primary practice to create time and money freedom. To get your free copy as my gift to you, go to ms 365io Forward slash, forward slash MSI. That's MS365.io forward slash MSI.